Hey everyone, exciting news. I got another sponsor for this podcast. And it's the company's called I'm just kidding. April Fools. It's not even April. Okay, I'm sorry. I I wish I had another sponsor. But um Yeah, I just wanted to say before this episode that you should just go leave a five star rating on Apple Podcast um and leave a review for me. Like that would be so so great, guys. Should do it before this episode starts or after the episode starts. You probably forget after the episode, so why not just do it now? And that would help me so so much. All right, see ya. <laughs> Almost exactly a year ago, I deleted Facebook, and after I deleted Facebook, that's when I had literally. No social media platform. What's up, everyone? Welcome back, or welcome, if this is your first time to the What's Up a podcast. It's Kevin, and man, I am tired. <laughs> um, I am so sleepy right now. But I don't have any other time to be recording this, but now, so here I am. And keep in mind that this episode that I'm trying to release, um, I have recorded every single day of this week. So Monday to today, Friday, I have recorded trying to record the same thing every day. Um, maybe that's why I'm so tired. Right when I pressed record, I literally cannot figure out why I still just don't like each episode that I've recorded this week. I'm I'm recording the same topic, um, but it's just that every time I listen to what how I've approached and how I've talked about it, I just was like, okay, I gotta redo it. I gotta redo it. Um, and honestly. I am not going to redo it um, after this episode because I am going to release this one. Um, and I am committing to this episode even before I even say a word <laughs> or talk about the topic. Um, but you probably already know what I'm talking about today. Hence the title of this. Hence the title. <laughs> um, yeah, social media and just how... If you know me, you probably already know that I don't have social media. Or if you are someone random that came across this podcast, you probably realize that I'm not even following myself on this podcast. And that's because I literally don't have a personal social media to follow myself on. And so, yeah, today I just want to talk about like some things I realized, some things that are like different um about me now and how I think about things now and also just list like some minor pros and cons about having social media and kind of literally not having social media one thing I want to make clear is that (laughs) social media affects you no matter how many times you use social media having social media and going on it a certain number of times is like it, it it is different from not having the account at all and not going on social media at all 
let's just go into the first thing that I let's just start off actually with why I deleted social media or how I or how I came across deleting um, any of my social media thingamajiggies. <laughs> Basically, when I turned 13, I'm pretty sure or maybe a couple years before that. I don't know. I don't remember exactly, but I definitely had Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. Never actually had a Twitter. Um, I didn't really understand it, to be honest. So I just really never had it. Um, And did I say Snapchat? Probably did. But I had that too. And so, yeah, like any other teenager, I used it. I wasn't too crazy on it, though, like. I know some people that like had crazy Snapchat scores or posted pretty often. Um, I was one of those people that just didn't post. Probably posted like once every year or something or once every like six months. Um, yeah, I never really posted. I was more of like a consumer. consumer. I mean, I was a consumer of the app. Okay, yeah. What am I saying? <laughs> I was just a more, more of a viewer instead of a poster. And so, um, yeah, I had the app. Facebook was something that's like wasn't actually. Facebook was actually something that was more, I guess, important because it was connected to my church. And um, just it was I, I feel like Facebook was something that made me feel more connected with people. Um, probably Facebook and Messenger connected. But yeah, other apps, Snapchat, it's like, if I'm actually, Snapchat was weird because it's like some people you're just sending pictures for literally no reason. Maybe it's just to keep a streak or I don't know, literally no reason. <laughs> and um yeah, it's like weird because like sometimes you have a conversation with someone on Snapchat. Sometimes like, I don't know. I feel like Snapchat just turned really weird. And I don't know how popular it is now and how many times people use it now. I feel like those were the only main social media platforms, I think. Vine never really had Vine, to be honest. Uh, yeah, in MySpace, it was I don't really, I think right when I turned like 13 is when MySpace started to like die or something like that. Yeah. And so that's kind of like where I was at in the beginning, but I guess towards high school, end of high school, I started to think more about these apps and just started to delete them. Um, Instagram. I think the first thing I deleted was Instagram. And I probably like, dude, I don't even, I I remember there was a reason why I delete Instagram, but I don't remember, okay, I don't don't remember exactly why. If I remember it, I will talk about it later in this episode, but I remember there was like a good, solid reason I deleted it. Uh, Yeah, I don't remember. (laughs) Moving on, um, I think freshman year's of college I deleted snapchat yeah I remember because I yeah I had people that I met in college the beginning year and 
yeah, deleted it. Um, you know, all a lot of social media is, is a distraction. And for me, Snapchat was just like, it was so meaningless for me. It, I didn't see, I didn't really see any value in it. Like, yeah, I didn't see really a value in it. Maybe I started not to Snapchat people. So I was like, okay, like things add up, right? So like one minute a day adds up or something like that. And so I was like, okay, I just don't even want to have it because I'm not really using it anyways. And so I deleted it. Um, and it wasn't a big of a deal. Honestly, deleting Instagram, deleting Snapchat for me was not really a big deal. Um, I wasn't like holding my breath before, right before I clicked the button, be like, oh, this is the moment I'm deleting it. You know, it wasn't like that. I literally just was like, okay, don't really use it. Don't really want to be on it or worry about the account or anything like that. So I just deleted it. Um, Facebook was a completely different story. Um, <laughs> it was weird because how I deleted it was, I, it was a year ago. So this was May um, of 2020. So during quarantine, like pretty fresh into quarantine, to be honest. And pretty fresh into my downfall socially, <laughs> I guess. Um, but one day or one night, I woke up at like 2 or 3 a.m. And I remember before I got to bed that night, I was like, oh, should I delete Facebook or should I not? And when I woke up that night at like 2 or 3 a.m., I was like, okay, I'm deleting Facebook. I don't know what got into me. I don't know if God was like, hey, you got just delete Facebook or like something just was up at 2 or 3 a.m. And I just deleted it, went to my computer, deleted it, deleted the account. It said like in 30 days, if you log back in, it will be uh, restored. But obviously I didn't. If you were friends with me on Facebook, probably can't search me up. So, yeah, after that, I didn't have Facebook. And so that was weird because I was no longer being updated on like church things or other group community things. Um, I mean, you probably, everyone probably knows that like Facebook is a really good social media platform to like host groups, um, update groups and stuff like that. Yeah, delete messenger. I don't know if was messenger. I don't remember, but I think Messenger was the same thing. It was like connected to your Facebook for me. So my Messenger got deleted as well. And there are people that I don't have their phone numbers, but I had their Facebook so I could message them. And yeah, so it just became harder to message people, certain people, because I just didn't have their number. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and so that was the start, honestly. It was weird because I felt like I really, right when I deleted it, it felt, it, it really felt different for me because, um, you know, so I had a habit, like most people on this planet, to just pick up the phone and go on Facebook for no reason, no one messaged me, I got no notification, just go on it, and, or even on my laptop, right, 
just click facebook.com or just f and then it would be go to facebook.com um and so yeah i just had those habits but obviously after you delete it you you can't go on it and those habits go away and so for me like now i don't even really go on my phone or um anything of that's like that habit um I found myself purely going on my phone or, um, yeah, purely going on my phone because I want to, um, not because, like, out of habit, you know? And so that's, (laughs) and that's probably decreased my time on my phone and all that stuff that, now that I think about it, I, it's crazy that I had time to do other things when I was on and off my phone at random times habitually. It's it's like I don't even notice that I got rid of that habit. But, I mean, thinking about it now, obviously I did because I don't have those platforms anymore. And you might be asking, like, well, Kevin, you have your podcast social media platform. Well, the thing is, like, I don't, follow anybody um yeah i don't follow anybody (laughs) that i'm friends with and so it's like really barely gone i only go on it when i post and then yeah that's pretty much it to be honest (laughs) no habits for me on go for going on social media and that doesn't make you more productive uh, you may like people think like oh wow this guy got real social media so he might be like the most productive guy on the planet that's not true um, yeah it helps a lot <laughs> it, it helps a lot I'm not I'm not going to deny that but it doesn't make you the most productive person on the planet and that's just obvious that's a that's an assumption it's and it's because people being lazy or whatever that is isn't really because you had social media it's i feel like when someone's actually lazy or when someone's actually not being productive it stems from something more or something deeper than just oh this guy had instagram he and he went on it right i think it's more like oh this guy was goes on instagram for a certain reason right it's like lack of self-discipline or lack of people around you that are pushing you to do to focus on certain things and i think those are those are like the key reasons of um those are a bigger reason that will help you to be productive or focus on what you should be focusing on um Deleting social media is not the cure-all of those kind of things. When you look at me, um, you may assume, you may make the assumption that deleting social media means cutting off your friends, and that's not what I'm and that's not what I am implying by saying cutting off social media. Cutting off social media, I mean, is just deleting the account, getting off the app, getting off the habitual habit of habitual habit the habitual action of going on the app when you're not even like necessarily wanting to you know i deleted 
Facebook, not because I was super self-disciplined and I was like, oh, Kevin, you can't do that, so you got to delete it. Um, you got to focus on bigger, better things kind of thing. It wasn't that. To be honest, it was more like, not because I was strong, but because I was weak. I was weak in the sense that I was so, so worried and got so, so anxious, even with the smallest things on Facebook. So for Facebook specifically, I didn't want anyone to even know that I was online or worry about someone um, subconsciously knowing that I was online or whatever that is, right? When I had Facebook, <laughs> I don't know how Facebook has really changed, honestly, over the past year. But a year ago, right, from the last time I saw it, you could know that people were online, right? On the right side, it was all just like there's a green dot next to the person if they were online. And you'd be like, oh, that guy's on Facebook. I mean, you wouldn't say that, but you would notice that. Um, or Messenger, right? You know people are online. And it was like, oh, how many minutes ago they were online? Or something like that. I literally hated that feeling, and I didn't want just anybody to know. I wasn't really hiding anything um, at all, but it's just that I didn't want that. And that made me anxious that people knew about that. Um, and so I deleted it. And, yeah, I want... I want you to know that it, I'm not just this strong guy mentally where I was able to delete social media. It's more of the opposite. And it, like, you 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 gotta think, like, I could just delete the app. I could just not go on it. Um, but you have to know, like, think about it for you. At what point in your life or how like bad does it have to get for you to actually go ahead and delete the app like delete the account something you're so connected on and for me i was pretty connected on facebook um like how bad does it have to get or how like what has to happen for you to delete the app delete that account I mean, delete the account, not the app. And for me, it wasn't necessarily like something specifically happened. Maybe, probably quarantined helped push my action into deleting that account. But it was more so that it's, it was building up. Like this anxiety, anxious feeling I got with the app was building up. And I'm just like, okay, I exploded essentially and by exploding i deleted the account yeah sometimes when you wake up at 2 3 a.m like crazy things happen and for me that was deleting facebook <laughs> i can remember like after i deleted it being completely honest i was like would people even i don't even think people would even like notice that i deleted facebook because i wasn't that i didn't post that much on it right Rarely ever. I mean, the only way people would have noticed is if they, like, um, try to message me on Messenger. Because, I mean, obviously that ain't going to work. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, hold on. Let me drink some water. <clears throat> and so, going on that anxious anxiety I got from that app, there was actually another app that I had a similar feeling with. And that was like Find My Friends. Okay. When I got to college, I got Find My Friends and I was had it with other friends. And I was like, okay, wow, this is kind of uh, interesting slash really weird that I can see where my friends are at at any time. <laughs> um, that's just like, after a certain time, I deleted it, got rid of it, whatever. Because I was like, that's just not normal, right? It wasn't more so that um, I can find my... It wasn't more so that, oh, people knew where I am. But it was more so that I could see that where other people were at for me. Because just that fact was so unorganic and just didn't feel right. To just go on the app and see where... It just... I don't know if that feeling has been numbed out for certain people that have the app now. But for me, when I did have it, I was just like, that just doesn't feel right. feels like I'm stalking my friends, you know. And yeah, it could be useful for the one one time that your friend gets kidnapped or the one one time that you actually need to find your friend. Find your friend. Uh, no pun intended, right? Um, but yeah, for me, it was just like a weird feeling. And I was like, this just doesn't seem right. And if you actually think about that app, though, and why and like how it kind of affects people, you know, certain for, for, for certain people, they would just be like, oh, it's just a good way to know where your friends are at, right? That's maybe why actually people, some people have it. But if you think about what it really does is that it kind of limits or not limits, it minimizes the, the connection you have with certain people because you no longer need to ask, hey, where are you at? Yo, where are you at, dog? <laughs> okay, I never say dog. But where are you at? Um, do you want to do whatever? You know, no one needs to... You don't need to ask that if, anymore if you have the app. Because you know where your friend is at. He's at the restaurant eating with another friend. Maybe you have both of their Find My Friends and you see they're together. And you're like, oh, they're together. They're busy. You don't need to ask. I don't need to ask them. It It like causes for less communication with the person and if you're asking even though you know where they're at by find my friends like um i don't know that's that's just uh that's kind of even more weird for me <laughs> um yeah I, I don't understand that i don't even want to kind of talk about that because that's just really weird uh why would you ask where they're at if you know where they're at <laughs> for me i just obviously don't have it anymore and that's not social media, but that's like on another level of like creating um, some sort of 
anxious vibe for me, at least. And I know some people, I, I remember that some people like turn their location on and then turn, turn their location off. Um, that, that, that guy, that like, when I heard about that, I didn't understand that either. Just because, like, did you go to a strip club and you're trying to, like, hide that you're at a strip club? Or, like, what what is the, what is the reason, like, some people turn it off at certain times and turn it off? You know? I feel like at that point you should just not have it at all. Because that's showing signs of you being anxious about other people knowing where you are. And that's just not healthy. Like, why even have that? You know, why even tolerate with that? Like, how essential is having Find My Friends? That you need to be going, even having a, even like 0.01% of an anxious thought in your brain because of that. Like, what is so important about that that you need to still have it? And so, like, for me, obviously, I was, I'm saying this like multiple times, but that's, been one of the factors also of why like I didn't want to tolerate it with it anymore. If you are one of those people that are like going on off with this app, I'm gonna tell you that it's not really essential at all whatsoever. Um, it's not. I just recommend to not have it if you are getting anxious over it, especially nowadays with mental health literally going down the drain for quite a lot of people. <laughs> um. I feel like it's best to minimize what is actually kind of hurting us or giving us bad mental health, essentially. Um, is my voice sounding weird? I feel like I'm like choked up. <clears throat> yeah. Enough about that app. Oh my gosh, how long did I speak on Find My Friends? I barely even used that. That's the app that I used the least out of all the social medias that I had. But I talked about it the most. Um, yeah. Okay, I want to talk about a story. It's not even that big of a story. But it's something that happened to me recently. And it's in the end, I noticed that it was because of social media. So, I think it was like a month ago or a few weeks ago, I was with some friends, and I ironically saw a friend about to cross um, the crosswalk or the street. Um, he was waiting. I saw him. I went up to him. I ran up to him, and I was like, yo, what's up? Like, it's been so long and all that, right? But, like, as soon as I, like, went up to him and saw that it was him. Um, he was wearing a mask and like a hat, so I wasn't 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it was him. But as soon as I noticed it was him, I really got emotional. I didn't cry. Like, no tears came out. But I was just standing there. Um, like, we were hugging each other. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have because COVID. But I was getting emotional. And I was like, bro, um, I, I told him. I actually did tell him. I don't know if he remembers or not, but I was like, dude, I'm like about to cry right now. 
Um, and I just, I just in that moment realized how much I missed this person. Like I, I don't know when the last time you have actually, when you actually saw someone coincidentally, right? And you're like, fudge, I, I missed this person. To the point where you're actually about to shed some tears. Um, and for me, in that moment, I was like, my gosh. Um, the fact that I saw him coincidentally, like we weren't planning to meet up or anything like that. I just saw him on the street. Probably amplified that feeling. But I think one thing that was actually the main factor of me missing this person and the main factor in how in contributing to how much I miss this person was the fact that I had no social media. The fact that I had no subconscious awareness of this person's presence or whereabouts or anything. Because once I deleted Facebook, right, and had nothing, I no longer subconsciously knew if anybody was alive, right? If you see your friend post a story, if you see your friend post a post on Facebook, if you see your friend even with the green check mark next to his, his or her name on Facebook, you, in your brain, you're like, oh, that person is online which contri- which um, connects to, oh, this person's alive. I mean, you don't really connect to that, but you obviously assume that he's alive or she's alive if that person's online. And so even if you don't talk to the person or really just don't really message them at all, you know that that person's alive. And so when you see them, and if they're a friend, right, then you're not really surprised that you... I mean, you're probably surprised that you... Quincy saw them at that moment at that time. But you're not surprised that they're alive. <laughs> when was the last time you were surprised that someone was like alive? Where you had no idea that he or she was alive at all. Like, at all. <laughs> and you saw them. And you got emotional because you actually missed this person i feel like the definition of missing someone and the emotional connection to what it means to actually miss someone has changed a little bit right i feel like what social media has done has removed the excuse to actually miss someone and what's more real to miss someone the human condition of missing someone or the fact that you don't need to miss someone anymore. And like, come at me. Only come at me if you talk to every single one of your friends every single day or even like weekly hit up your friend and be like, hey, what's going on? Only come at me if you do that for all of your friends, right? There's always a friend that, and I'm not saying I do this or I'm not perfect with keeping in contact with friends. I'm not. (laughs) And if you don't want to listen to me anymore because I feel like I'm discredited, well, I'm not trying to prove myself that I have the best relationships. And this 
episode's not even about my relationships. It's just about social media and how it's affected me. But back on going back on to what I'm talking about. Basically, I feel like you will never know. Like if you have and you're active on social media, you will never know anymore unless you delete social media what it feels like to miss someone ever again. And that to me is like crazy. It's just insane how we no longer will miss someone and feel that emotional thing, that emotion of missing someone ever again. (laughs) I don't want to take this too extreme, but if you think about before social media, before anything, right? People were contacting through letters. And I just want to put this in your in your brain. Just think about this. Imagine you can only contact through letters, right? A friend that's pretty far away. You can only contact through letters. And then you just see this person. This person visited, but you don't know because their letter probably came like out like days later, right? But you constantly see them in your neighborhood. And you're like, yo, what's up? Right? Like, you can only imagine what that feels like. You can only imagine. Because you no longer subconsciously know that that person's alive. I mean, at that moment, I was just like, immediately, I I really emotionally felt like shut down. And the rest of that day or that evening, I was like, this was like the only thing I really thought about. I'm not going to lie. And I hate when that happens to me. Because I wish that I could be more present in what's happening. Instead of thinking about like what happened before or what happened afterwards. Or what's going to happen afterwards. But I was just thinking about that like the entire time. Like we even, I, we even friends, I think we went to Gasworks. And it was like dark and that was like the only image that was coming to my mind like how i saw him and i was like man i actually missed someone and that's what it feels like to emotionally miss someone and keep in mind i don't i don't remember the last time i cried since the pandemic or since quarantine and so for me, even to get to that level for me was like such a dramatic thing, such a big thing for me. Um, yeah, is that not crazy? Because <laughs> I think that's pretty freaking crazy. I think one thing I like skipped over was that right when you delete social media and like those first few couple months i'm not gonna lie it's not like i was like oh damn feel so free feel like a free bird out here (laughs) it's it's not like it wasn't like that for me um yeah i was like some level of fomo where i was like yo like everyone's connected online and they're updated on stuff and whatever whatever but i'm just out here like Literally not connected whatsoever. Um, Yeah, I felt that. But honestly, you get over that. I don't know 
it's probably different for everyone. For me, I was like pretty okay afterwards. <laughs> yeah, those were like two really big things I realized was, I mean, just to recap, just a habitual thing that I got rid of and just the emotional difference I had afterwards. I think it's weird because constant connection, instantaneous connection is such an obvious thing. And so it bleeds into people's relationships, right? So if you're not constantly contacting someone or if you, yeah, if you're not like instantly connecting, instantly replying for some crazy reason, that connects to, oh, this person doesn't want to talk to me or, oh, this person is not thinking of me. Oh, this person doesn't really care. Like, even if we don't want to think about that, that's what is... That's what we think about if you if we have social media because because of how accessible social media is. And we assume people are on our phones all day. And then we assume that when we get text messages that they're right there and we see the notification. If we see the notification, for some weird reason, we all think that, oh, this guy ignored me. This person ignored me. And so our relationship is going down the drain. I don't know how deep you are into so like communicating online and stuff like that. Um, but to base your relationship on the fact that this guy, how accessible someone is to social media or something like that, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, I don't know what anyone else based their kind of like friendships, relationships on. But I hope it's not that. I hope it's not the fact that, oh, this guy is Facebook. So I can be friends with this guy. <laughs> Facebook friends. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope it's not that. Then, okay, then the question is, like, what do I base it on? Um, and for me, straight up, I based it on if I care about you. <gasps> and the whole thing is like, how are you going to show that? Whatever, right? To be honest, probably not the best time to even like talk about this right now for me because I'm going to be straight up. I literally have been trying to figure out how to care more about myself than care about someone else. Um, I know it's been a year since I deleted Facebook, and you'd think that I would have it all figured out by now, like that thing, because I don't have social media and I don't unconsciously compare myself anymore. But it's still a process. Like, right? It's been a year I deleted social media, but it's been over years that I've had social media. And so... And habitually going on it as well, right? Like it's never easy for anyone that has any addiction problem to just go back to the normal state before their addiction or anything like that. It is, it is a process, right? And I feel like social media is one of those things where it's so subtle. It's such a subtle thing. And that's why so many people are on it, right? Like doing drugs... Or anything, like drugs, right? 
not everybody is on it. Everybody is addicted to drugs because it, it's such an obvious thing, right? The effects are so obvious. Um, you can see it. The stigma on it is bad because of the effects and how obvious it is. Right? Social media is not obvious, right? No one immediately goes, oh, I just like goes on the app and be like, holy frick, that feels like I just did heroin or something. It's, it's subtle. And that's where it like it destroys, right? The subtle things that are not so good is where it destroys you. And that's where you should like try to figure it out. Um, if you have social media and you're completely fine in life with it, bro, like that's that's great. That's honestly feels like a superpower honestly for me um at this moment it feels like you have a superpower um not saying if you have social media you're a bad guy you're terrible you're going through a hole um but i think this is just i'm just talking from my experience where i was actually felt like i was going through a hole with whatever yeah i'm not gonna lie like when you have friends that are active like being active on social media nowadays is such a crucial way to stay connected. I mean, obviously, right? Like, obviously. I don't even have to say that. Like, probably heard it trillions of times. If I were to be completely honest, it seems almost impossible to stay more connected when you don't have any social media. Yeah, and I think my absence in social media has probably changed my relationship with probably everyone I know <laughs> as in the number of times I actively see them the number the probably the number of times or how much they subconscious I was subconsciously in their brain um, or in their thoughts it, it's probably dramatically changed um, I don't know about now since I started my podcast because people now so now people know I'm alive and now people are listening to me if you do listen to these episodes once a week for 30 minutes or how many minutes you listen to the, each episode right now you and me there is something different than before I started this podcast whether you like it or not whether I'm talking to you or not. There's some difference. I don't know who's listening. I don't know who listens to each episode. Honestly, I'm surprised at the number of listens I get, to be honest. Um, but, yeah. I just... I'm glad that some people know that I'm alive. <laughs> That's it for me, honestly. That the fact that you know I'm alive and yeah, and I, there's someone I know that's pretty bad at texting is just not her thing. Like not her thing whatsoever. She's probably not even listening to this podcast, but literally I didn't understand that. But as someone who has strayed away from my phone and that stuff, I completely understand why this person was like that. And why that person is still like that. 
Um, and it really has nothing to do with like someone messed up and just ruined the experience for me. It all has to do with, well, at least for me, like what I want to focus on, what I want to get away from, right? It's not that I want to get away from specific friends. It's that I want to get away from feeling anxious. That's what I want to get away from. And I hope people can understand that. My care for, I can confidently say this, and I hope people are listening up until this point, my care for anybody that I've met has neither decreased or increased after I deleted like social media and, and like has not really been in contact with anybody. My care for someone has not decreased or increased really at all. You know, it's it's really weird, right? The weird thing about this all is that I'm an only child, right? And being an only child, you would think that being alone is something that you're like kind of used to or um that is like oh this guy's probably okay with being alone because this guy is an only child and naturally people are not around you that are not your parents and like my parents weren't even there that much. there that much either but that's not true it might be a little different for me because i had a cousin that i grew up with and like that made it even more kind of weird because it was like i'm not only child or i am only child but it feels like i'm not only child and so like that probably made it more confusing for me and that's probably why i didn't seek out friends and i wasn't like someone who sought out it as much that is I could confidently say that is one of the main reasons is because I had a cousin that I was with, but it was, it wasn't clear for me what my like status was at that time. And so here I am at the age of 21 on May 21st. What a coincidence. Um, telling everyone that, I struggled with having social media. <laughs> and hence, I deleted it. Hence, I am here. Honestly, just a bit less anxious and just a bit less unhappy. You know, I wasn't even going to start this podcast. And one of the main reasons, if you have a podcast that no one is going to listen to, then don't even put it on Apple Podcast, right? Like, obviously, there's a reason I put it on Apple Podcast and Spotify and I have an Instagram, have a Twitter, have a TikTok, and try to like get this podcast out there. And so I could, and it's because I want people to listen. <laughs> For me, deep down, I want people to listen to me. Something I can't live without is having someone not listen to me. Um, that's probably something that I like deal with inside. Is because. Not a people, not a lot of people have like listened to me, like genuinely listened to me. Um, 
like starting with family, right? I feel like being the youngest out of the three cousins, like there wasn't much attention to like my wants and stuff. And from the start, not being that vocal about my wants and opinions, like probably made it harder. But at that time, and because of that upbringing, I probably wanted people to listen to me. And I probably had that desire even more. The desire, is it probably has to do with like the desire for attention. And just more so, I don't care if you looked at me. Like, looking at me was nothing to me. Like, giving me physical attention, looking at me or whatever. I, like, that kind of attention didn't matter whatsoever. It was like vocal. Are you listening to my voice? That kind of thing. That's what really gets to me. And that's probably why I go out of my way to release an episode every freaking week. And that's probably why I recorded this episode five times this week. Is because I genuinely, genuinely want people to listen to me. Right? That's it. It's like because I've been in contact with people, I. This is my one medium where. I can have someone listen to me. I can have them listen. I don't know how many times I freaking repeated that just now. But that's how many times. That's how much this thing is affecting me. Or that's how big of a reason it is for me to be doing this. And it's crazy. It's crazy for me. Uh, because at like middle school or elementary school, I thought that at as I got older, it would be so much more easier for me to like... At that age, I was like, okay, I would keeping a relationship would be so much better, so much easier, right? It was so much easier when I got older. That's just not true. I think when you're looking at that, when you're thinking those things, you should catch yourself and be like, if I don't have it now, then I won't have it later. I wish I had that mindset where I was like, yeah, if I don't have it now, like. I'm not going to have it in the future. Um, I should try to get it now. If we if we have that mindset, we're just like, okay, it's going to come to me later when I get older. I just have to get older. The number, my age number just has to increase and it will get better. No way is that true. <clears throat> it's something you work towards, not something that you just sit down and just wait. I think that one thing I hope someone gets from even just listening to this episode is that knowing why you do things, knowing why you take certain actions is a pre is a pretty key thought to have no matter what age you are. I feel like the the big like moment I start to think about these things or like start to think about why I do things was like my college essay like when i would play basketball earlier or anything i just did it because i liked it whatever i didn't really think much of it but when i wrote my college essay like that there was so much thought into that just to like make that because i mean there were things i didn't put in my essay obviously but i just had to think about why i did things right instead of just writing down what i did right if you didn't write down why you did certain things in your essay, like, I don't know how that must have been an effective essay, but I feel like it was more so 
if you really wrote down the reasons why you did certain things, right? Because everyone's played basketball. Everyone's got a four, not everyone, but got good grades before. Um, it's more about like where you're coming from and why you came upon those things that you did. And so I think like with social media, why you have it, it's not bad. Once in a while, it's just like, hey, wow, I found myself on Instagram for no effing reason. Um, no one really contacted me or anything. And just be like, how is it actually affecting me? I don't know if you have a therapist or not or even came across this. But like, it's not bad to just once in a while, yo, why am I on this app? Why um, am I in full control emotionally, mentally, whatever? with social media and if you have to go to the length of actually deleting every single one of the accounts i mean nothing's stopping you literally nothing you just think something's stopping you or someone is and so yeah do whatever you gotta do honestly with um social media and just have just know what you're doing <laughs> I guess that's what I'm honestly trying to say. Maybe I should have just said, just know what you're doing in life and just end this podcast. But I have to make it a certain length, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, thanks for listening to this episode again, guys. I truly, truly appreciate it. Like I've said in this episode, that you're listening. And I think that this podcast is really going to go somewhere. I... You know, people like manifest what they say. And in this episode, I'm just going to say that this podcast is going to go somewhere. I'm going to make it, whether it's a side thing for me or whatever, this podcast is going to go somewhere. And I'm going to say that and I both full heartedly believe in that. That this thing is going to go somewhere. And be excited for season two, guys. Um... You know, I'm going to try to put more where I talk just by myself, maybe, in this season. Um, Obviously, you guys are not attracted to that as much. (laughs) But I'm going to do it because in season two, I don't think there will be really any episode of me talking to myself. Each episode in season two will probably... 99% 99% sure that it will have a guest every episode in season two. And I don't even know how far season two will take me. I don't know if season two will go like a thousand episodes. I don't know, honestly. Um, but yes. Thanks for listening again. How many times am I going to say that? Um, go follow me at Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at What's Up Podcast if you haven't already. And go leave me a five-star rating. Just go leave me a five-star rating. Why not, you know? And go leave a review on Apple Podcast. And go share this podcast with whoever wants to hear me talk about social media <laughs> and not having it. Um, maybe they'll get one little thing. Maybe they'll get nothing, whatever. Um, yeah, go do that. Go help this podcast grow. And yeah, guys, I can't wait for what's to come. I'm going to end this podcast by saying not 
Do It Excites. If you don't know where Do It Excites came from, I got it from Kelly Wasaka, the YouTuber. I'm going to end it a little differently and say, if you think people are doing better than you, then people will be doing better than you. That was a crappy quote. Okay, let's see ya. (laughs)